Hey everybody, welcome to Sex Action Podcast. Dave Neal with Tasha Courtney. <laughs> Don't breathe into it. Uh, we're in the closet here doing a quick intro while she's trying to get ready for breakfast. So I thought I'd go in the closet because it's good ambience, but apparently I'm just in her way. Anyhow, folks, you're going to love this episode. It's with Matt Ritter, hilarious comedian, was once a practicing lawyer. We get into his debaucherous days of practicing law in New York City and how he made the leap to the law. Also, we talk about how he uh, just got married and the uh, hilarious uh, events that led up to the wedding and how they pulled it off. So if you love a good wedding story, if you love a good lawyer story, if you love a good uh, Dave Neal meandering intro story, this is the podcast for you. Chelsea, say hi. Yell, say hi. Hi. Chelsea's here. Tasha's sister. We got the Courtney sisters and old Dave in a 400 square foot apartment. No one's farting today, folks. Have a good one. Enjoy the episode. Bye. And there's a lot of body hair. There's I was so, thinking we kind of got to bring it back. There's so much bush. Let's bring back the bush. No. I've been working on it. I am not. I, you could never, I could never get attracted <laughs> to a chick with bush. I, I'm so all about it. Well, I've like, been watching Versailles. I don't know if you watch that. Oh, maybe we should wait. talk about this on the pod. Are we on the pod now? Yeah, we're just going to get going. I've pretty much watched every period piece that exists Feel free ever, to that so I don't know which one is Versailles. This way? Do whatever you want with it. I didn't really Yeah, I mean, how's it coming in? You know, if this is good, this is probably good. Are your cans okay? You want louder? Oh yeah, you don't have cans on. You've got um. There's some. I, I think there were. Is there another? Oh, Tasha stole yours. Oh, oh. sorry. No, no worries. Here. Okay, great. I'm all wrapped up. No, no, no. It's fine. Just throw it in the front of your. No, I'm trying. I'm tangled. This is riveting. I'll keep this in. There you okay. go. I, I like. I like people to know that. Uh, Foot. You don't want things to be too clean. I did a podcast. I did someone's podcast once, and they were like, "Hey, welcome to." And like, no, do it again. Try that again. It's like, now we press the red button and we talk. Yeah, we're not really producing. My, my co-host, we call her like one take Liz, and I'm just like always fumbling. And what is do we what do, a, do that epic again? Epic name, one take Liz. Yeah, she's good. This is um, this is one hour to blow dry your hair, Tasha. <laughs> oh. Which is why it ain't blow dry. <laughs> yeah. We're with Matt Ritter today. Uh, Host of the Safe for Work podcast. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We Silver wanted... Lake. Is this Silver Lake or adjacent? We're in the... Uh... We're literally... Okay, so Beverly is right there. That's yeah. Silver Lake. Right. So we are on the K-Town side no, of know. Silver Lake. I know, because I lived over here, and I used to yeah. tell people I lived in East Hollywood, just as mm-hmm. a joke. A homeless I actually just saw like an, an updated map of like what neighborhood this actually is, and whatever the name of it was, was something I'd never heard of. It's a I new think... real estate name, right? Yeah. They're trying to sell it as like so, so silly. Like way Still too so. fancy. Still well, so. well, because it South used to be named Silver Lake. Little uh, we have like Little um, Armenia. No, what's it called? Like Little Bangladesh. Bangladesh is like right over there. The that's attractive real to the real estate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little Bangladesh. That's attractive to the gentrification uh, people. Yeah, like what? I mean, Sobe, Sobe, south of Beverly. Yeah. Is that what it is? No. I just made that up. That's what it should be. I like that. That, No, it was something, uh, I don't remember, but like we've, I've thought that we were Rampart Village Mm, for a while. That sounds bad because Rampart had that whole police scandal. Oh, really? uh, Yeah, in the 90s, they were all on the take. Uh, They had to, uh, they had all like a whole, I think there was a RICO, like there was a, a case against the entire like. Rampart division of the LAPD. I think that's really? technically like our neighborhood council is like the Rampart Village yeah. neighborhood. I think council. they cleaned it up now, though. I think now they're good popo. 
Well, now, I don't know. Los Angeles is... Yeah, they're off the take. No matter what. I, um, we were driving home the other night, and it was really uh, late. It was like four in the morning. and there was It was a almost five. It's a homeless guy walking through this big intersection. Just no, walking. not homeless at all. He was he was drunk. dressed like you. He was well-dressed. He was wearing a, a button-up. And Dave... Okay, so I, I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to get hit by a car. I mean, he was literally unresponsive to beeps and like stumbling through the middle of a busy, busy intersection, Vermont and Beverly. So people are going 50 miles an hour. It's it's almost five in the morning. People are flying. And I was like, this guy is going to get hit by a car. So what happened? So I made Dave call the cops. I called 911 and then I told them and they're like, do you want to report this? And they were like, I'm going to put your phone away. They were like, do you want... uh, do you want to like give us your name and number? And I'm like, no, just, just I let hate you know. that part. I do that I like, too. I don't want to be involved in whatever happens next. And then we get here, and then we hear sirens, and we're like, oh fuck, he's dead. And then they're gonna be like, ah, oh, you called that in, and now you have to testify. <laughs> I know that's why I'm always like, I always see like all kinds of like aggressive behaviors in the neighborhood. I'm like, if I, I can call the cops, yeah. but then I'm like getting dragged. But that's into the this. New York. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. But, Here's what happened. Well, don't bystander me. effect. Like you always think that someone else is gonna call that's the cops, right. and. This neighborhood, I mean, maybe a year or two before Dave moved in with me, um, there was a guy that was literally shot and killed on the street right outside this window. Oh like, my God. yeah, there's a lot of gang activity and I bet you in nobody this neighborhood. Right? No and he just it. laid well, there for days. But that's true. the thing is like there are not enough resources in Los Angeles. There's yeah. so many square miles and only a handful of cops. So they allocate like their where they spend their time is based on the number of police reports they have for that neighborhood. So like so we, you should you're saying you, you should have make to call. Report. That's we, what like we had a guy that came in after that yeah. guy got killed, like the local officer or whatever, and he did like a community meeting and he was like, Listen, you guys have to call the police because otherwise we're not coming here. You know. He was like, we we circle the neighborhoods that have the most reports, and so like when you see the graffiti or when you see gang activity or when you see prostitution, which there's a lot of for some reason, and in, in, in this block, yeah. like you got to call there's the cops. A good reason. I mean, look, we start every episode off talking about complaining about Los Angeles. No, but I, I don't know. I, why. We were robbed in West Hollywood. We were robbed. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, At gunpoint? Jumped, no, they jumped into our apartment and stole our laptops and a bunch of stuff. Well, technically, that's Jeez. a burglary. Burglary. That you were burgled. Robbed? That's the same thing. Yeah, burglary is within robbery. Robbed is like they take no, it no. from you. So robbery is like the blanket oh, okay. robbed, okay. <laughs> right? But burgled is if they come and rob inside a home. Yeah. Like, I, my a girl I was dating was robbed or burgled. Hamburgled. In, in New York when we were all out at a Christmas party. Yeah. And we came back and like there's shit missing and, and I'm I'm so optimistic. I'm like, you left it somewhere. They're like, no, someone ran the shirt. I was like, what? put tracks coming out of the window. That's what happened to us. You always, your first instinct is like, you're an idiot. Nobody stole your laptop. You're just messy. Yeah. And then we realized like, that like all of our laptops were gone. And they went or, into or my fifth, friend's sunglasses. They were the top floor building, which means oh. they went down through the roof. And it's yeah. like, really? Was it worth it? I always feel like slightly more safe knowing that we're on the top floor. Like, well, these people have to work really hard to like get yeah, up to the we're top on the first, floor. We're on the first, and I, I know exactly how he got in because we watched the footage of him breaking in because wow. we have cameras outside. He, we, we just have a little garden, and then we have a patio, and it's like then it's our apartment. He hid like behind some bushes. He jumped up from the Yikes. from the from the driveway where the garage is, and he like jumped up there, hid. It was like ten forty five on a Saturday night. Yeah. And then just hid, and then just jumped up on our patio. I think he like they think people are out partying, so that's when they. Do well, it. he dressed up like, like you're nice. dressed right now. So not he kind of nice. looked like you actually. <laughs> yeah, no, but he looked like. But I took it. No, but he looked like you know he could fit into the neighborhood. So he's a white know? dude. Yeah. Maybe he was like Armenian, maybe I guess. Ah, uh, little Armenia. Yeah, that's where they get you. But so we, uh, so they. 
caught the guy allegedly um, two, three years later. Um, by the way, we filed a police report. And they came like three hours later, and then they were like, sure. "There's nothing we can do." Yeah. Sorry, I'm like, "You have his fingerprints and video of the guy. There's nothing you can do." They're like, "Yeah, probably won't get him." Um, I was they, like, "That's <laughs> really comforting." Yeah. And so then, this was really disturbing for my wife actually because. It was her laptop that was stolen, and uh, we weren't married at the time, so that was on the report. And so they called us, and they said, we may need her to come testify. We have this guy, and we're going to do a, a trial. And I was like, I don't know about that. And they're like, yeah, we, we sent a subpoena in the mail. I'm like, holy shit. shit. So we go down there, and I talk to the prosecutor, and I said, you know, if all things being equal... I, I saw what she saw, which is nothing. Uh, we both watched the video of the guy. You know, we've, we've seen the pictures of the guy, but she doesn't have any other intel that I don't have. And they were just like, "Well, unfortunately, because she's you're not the victim because it, it was wasn't her it was property. her laptop, not yours." Right. Yeah. So she had to testify, but it was so stupid Did because you coach her through the test. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because yeah. totally. you're, for those listening, you're a you're a practicing lawyer. Yeah. Were, you were a practicing. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I put in five years uh, at a, but I was a corporate lawyer. Say at a like, huge a, firm. like a prison. I, I put in. in yeah, I put in my five and ten. <laughs> I, I put in my five. I'm on my probate, my, my <laughs> probation officer. Uh, but so no, I said, look, just tell the truth. Honestly, I said, just tell the truth. Don't 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 overthink it. But the the problem was, it had been three years, and honestly, we never saw this person face-to-face. So the whole thing made no sense because basically they were asking her to testify. They, they, they wanted to ask her if the person in the photo that the building had, you know, this grainy photo outside, looked like the person in the courtroom. And so if you think about it, it's like, why is she better suited to do that than any other person on earth? Like, I could look at a photo. You could look at that photo. And yeah. There's really no reason. But I guess they just kind of use it as like leverage, you know. They, Maybe she's more credible as a woman. Yeah, than me, right? Is that, is yeah. that I mean, no, no, I don't know. I don't <laughs> they think, think so. like that, like knowing that you are a lawyer. No, but so she broke like, down crying. Like we had to go to, you know, of course, like, she it's was a, like freaking out, like looking and at the guy. It's a big responsibility, yeah. You so know, she like, said you she didn't know. She yeah. was like, honestly, I, sort of. Sort of. I don't know. That's what this she is said. a grainy That's picture. What she did. That's like what she did. She what like, about fingerprints? Did he test for prints on my house? Did they get the guy? So they did, but it was also because he had been caught with like seven other. Burglaries, in yeah, the yeah, yeah. You know, but still, she was like her her best guess. It was like she was like, I, I don't know. He looks like, yeah, he looks like him, but I can't. I always say. wonder, like, how desperate do you have to be to like break into someone's home well, and steal their stuff? Like, you are. I don't know. I, I just sort of feel like it's get. almost easier to like hit up a bar for my, you know, steal a tip jar. Or something. I don't know. A tip jar would definitely be easier but than like, going I, into somebody's apartment. I don't know. I just I, this is what the cop told us. He said. It's funny. He said, actually, it's only a couple of people. Like you see that there's like hundreds of break-ins. He's like, if you take this guy on the sh- off the streets, you're taking 200 burglaries off the streets in that neighborhood alone. Because, because that's, that's their guys. thing. That's his thing. Yeah, they're that all like serial burglars. Every day. He's out there. But, like, how you would think that, like, you would make enough of a living selling black market stolen computers or whatever that you could, like, get on your feet. I don't know. Yeah, I imagine he clocks that in and out every day. Get on your job. feet yeah. and you find a not dangerous job to do. And is he, uh, he's Armenian, so he's stealing American no, robbery stop. jobs You're from. <laughs> 
I don't know. Stealing jobs. So, that's a job thing. So uh, it's a job creator. Yeah, it's a, you know he's just it's just part of the economy. No, he's a job creator because then there's like the police and then there's yeah, the court system, the fingerprint duster the guy, fingerprint, yeah, the what, video. By the way, how about company. the court stenographer? What is she going to do? You know? <laughs> what kind of union must they have that's there? They, they haven't been replaced. Look, like I had it's to a, do a deposition recently. That stenographer, they don't get paid enough. That is a shit job. But you don't even need that. We have. Tape recorders yeah. now. Wow. I know. How is that? He, or like the court sketch artist. Like, how is he still in business? I was getting deposed, and the the lawyer was like, "I got an accident." And she's asking me to describe the car that hit me, and I was like, "I have the video." Yeah. And she's like, "No, no, no describe." So it. I can and do I my like, little thing. I was like, "I think it's red, but I don't know." And then yeah. I, afterwards, I looked at the video, and it's gray. And I'm like, "What does this mean? <laughs> Did it not hit me anymore? Yeah. Because I didn't know the color that it hit me from my blind side." That never happened. So I mean, were you the, the the law world? Were you just fed up with the Litigious nature. Well, so I, I, I was not a litigator. I was a corporate guy. So basically, what we would do is just like buy and sell, like you know, billion dollar deals. You know, so but I was, so I was fed up with the fact that like this was like a stack over my head of documents that I had to get through in like a day. There's always, like, there's always, yeah. It's, there's never, there's never paperwork. That there's two like, things they say. They say lawyers are. It's a very high. It's a it's a high suicide, high depressed. Yeah. Well, industry. I think the burnout rate is really the high. As well. Also, a lot of yeah. lawyers become comedians. I think yeah. they have the same muscle of like bullshit, bullshit, calling out bullshit, and plus also intelligence. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of it, right? There's the intelligence, right? We want to think comedians are all brilliant, obviously. I, uh, there's, I, the, there's that. I think comedians are way smarter yeah. than most people. Yeah, no, I think there's the logic, though, the logic of the being a comic, anyway. the logic of crafting a joke, yeah. you know, and the logic, the logical reasoning skills that go into lawyering. I think Did you jump? Were you doing stand up while yeah. you were there? I used to dabbling? sneak out. Yeah, I used to sneak out at like fucking midnight and go to New York Comedy Club and like all the hell holes. Sneaking out at midnight. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, I know. I know. It felt, but you were sneaking out because yeah. you were on. You were on call twenty. I'll tell you how how fucked up it was. I started can I watching. Can I say F word you can or say no? whatever you want. Oh. I started watching the one with Meghan Markle. What's that? Suits. suits oh, I love yeah. it so much. I mean, that's like quasi realistic, except for the fact that nobody's good looking. In <laughs> but they're always like, "Oh, I gotta say, can you really sneak out and go yeah. to the ballet or whatever?" I'll yeah. tell you how it really is. Okay, this was at the height of um, I was I was helping to destroy the economy. And it's You're working for the largest law firm. Yeah, I, and, and I was doing subprime mortgage backed. Uh, Securitization, like taking mortgages and packaging and selling them as dog shit securities. I was so that's in that. what you were involved not, in. Why not, our not economy that's crashed? Was, that's, that was what I started at, and I got out of that okay. and I moved into something else. I was like, this doesn't seem right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All the weight of the recession yeah. falls on your it's, shoulders. I was, I was give me that movie about AIDS. I was like patient zero, the flight attendant. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I've got a problem, and then you're like, nah, yeah. whatever. No, I did. I did try to voice my complaint. I was like, does this does this seem right to anybody? Like that? Like just shut up and shut up and do it. Yeah. So, but so it was so crazy that I lived in Chelsea. I lived in Meatpacking District, and my office was on. 51st and 7th, so like a two, three stops on the subway. But if you were three days before the deal was closing, they wouldn't let you go home. I was like, what, what do you mean I can't? Like, we have a hotel across the street. If you need to take a nap for an hour or shower, you can do that, but that's it. Like, so, like, you, uh, yeah, every few hours you go, I mean, you have like, a stress jerk off. 
Yeah, you oh, gotta yeah. have a stress. You got. I mean, you gotta jerk it. Obviously, <laughs> we can paint this however Listen. we want. But just Natasha knows when you're stressed, you gotta go jerk. That's what the meatpacking industry is called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it. take a nap. Yeah, but take a nap. You see, you jerk it. You jerk it. Come back. Yeah, you have an option. You only have an hour. Go to the deli. You can't do all of those things. You can eat, jerk off, or salary, or are you getting overtime? No, there's no overtime. You're getting very well compensated. I mean, you're making a shit. You know, you're 25 and you're making a ton of money, and so that's the trade-off in New York and finance and law and all those things. But so there was a guy, this poor kid. I mean, I had no problem with it because I was like, you grind, and then I go out and I do How a bunch of drugs. How much Adderall were you taking? Yeah, I do a bunch of drugs, and you party, and you just don't sleep and you're just in the office because you slept in the office and you age 50 years yeah. in one year no that's how you have to get out. that's why you gotta get fucked up my back like permanently Jeez. you know but so this guy this kid named george who was a couple of years ahead of me he used to get these terrible migraines and if you ever had migraines or know anyone who has like you can't just like you can't function you can't power through a migraine go, go blind yeah you can't just plow through i've had them where you like, just vomit yeah you just, exactly yeah, you can't you just like toughen up so he it was his turn um so he was napping at the hotel and it was my turn you know so i tried to go get him it's like i'm not coming out i had a migraine i was like okay I, I respect that you know so i came back and i was like look he needs he's got his migraines like no Go get him. I'm like, I'm not, look, I already tried. And they like sent two more associates to go get him. And they were like banging on the door and like, we need you at the office now. And he's like, I don't care. You can call the cops. I'm not coming out of this room. And they just fired him. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a lawsuit waiting for Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he settled. I'm sure he got some sort of settlement from the firm because they wanted to keep that hush hush, you know, yeah. that they were doing that. But that's the kind of like yeah, so. atmosphere that just gives you a sense of like, well, what was it like working as a corporate lawyer at a big firm in New York in the mid 2000s? Like so Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, in the New York Street. Comedy Club, which is um, like 30th and 3rd or 20, 21st, or whatever it's uh, yeah. near the in Gramercy yeah. area. And so you just started your stand up in New York. Yeah. And then you were just. Uh, so I was running a couple of really awesome shows. I. I um, I had this really amazing. What year is this? this I'm is wondering if I'm 2008, in New York. 2007, 2008. Nah, this is uh, before my time. Yeah, um, I, I was running this awesome show in the West Village uh, at Rouge uh, Wine Bar. There's this little wine bar at the bottom of this French restaurant whose name is escaping me on 11th, and it was like downstairs had this. It was like the size of this kitchen with like 30 seats, and it was like. You know, Amy Schumer, Pete Holmes, Hannibal Burst, TJ right. Miller, Kumail, and like they would all go there. There was no stage. So you would just be like walking around people who were just having wine and it was like amazing. Dude, New York is just built for comedy because yeah. you got these small basements. Yeah. I mean the cellar wasn't designed to be that way. It's just what they yeah. had. So you get these eighty seaters, the stand, yeah. these tiny little places, and you can pack people in and get fucking yeah. real. The, oh, the show was called Denial Sundays. It was Sunday night, you know, too. Like Sunday <laughs> a Sunday night show that was like amazing. So how long were you doing stand up and how, like how, like what was the final exit strategy out of well so the basically law. the long story short is yes i was doing stand-up and i was like starting to get good you know you never know you think you're good like two years in everybody thinks they're good at comedy and um i was in big law i was miserable i was in a relationship sort of miserable in that i was dating this girl for like two years and nice girl like typical jewish girl like she was on board with marrying a lawyer you know like yeah. that was her life plan. oh yeah i'm sure and so when i kind of parents must love that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, how's matt doing yeah he's oh, <laughs> love it yeah so you know i was like she could see that my life plan was changing you know and i could see that she wasn't on board with it you know so finally when i just i just like quit on a win it was kind of like i just knew i didn't want to do this shit anymore you know so just like Did it happened faster than you thought like you had made the decision and then you're like fuck it well the the true story is is that i i 
started this basically like I, I had this plan. I'm like, let me get them to fire me because in law you get a huge severance. Yeah. So I was like, I got to get them to like absolutely do this. And I was just like, not. I was just like staying at home, like working in my underwear. Well, in, at home in, and like, in any situation, it's better to get fired unless it's oh, for yeah. like a, a reason where they don't have to give you severance. But it's better to have them let you go than you decide. Totally, especially because I knew they were going to give me like five months of like big law salary. So I was like, I want to move to LA. Like I had this idea in my head, and so I started talking about it with my then girlfriend. I was like, so I think I'm going to quit law to do comedy full time. And she was like, How much do you think you could make? Your first year, yeah. com- I was, like you said, that Price point blank. No, but she—I mean, you can't really judge her for it. I can't. Like, I can't, I can't. You make more. You make more in a morning doing in, in law than <laughs> morning you before the lunch. <laughs> hourly before lunch, you I made more, more jerking <laughs> off at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made more money jerking off in five minutes at the hotel while poor Georgie was screaming from his microphone. It's like, how short is this fucking life? How short is this life? To how not short? Do what you love, and, and it's true. You get to this point, and I think you know this thing happened to a lot of us where it's like I couldn't even go to the office I couldn't I couldn't even put my clothes on you know well because I was enjoying jerking off at home <laughs> uh, and, and I had this little like That's default, you know, the remote access thing where you could access your computer at home and so I tipped my secretary really well that was the secret for me I gave her a bigger Christmas bonus than the big partners because like People, people would come in like, "Where's Matt?" She'd be like, "Oh, he's he's just down the hall." And then yeah. she'd call me, and I'm home jerking off. You know, <laughs> she's like, "There's a conference call in ten minutes." I'm like, "All right, I'm on it." You That's know, if great. I had to put my pants on and like, you yeah, know, hop on the subway. I'm there in like 10 minutes and nobody's the wiser. Yeah. That's wild. Um, yeah. But so I did that for, you know, like four months and then I fell asleep and like a, there was like a billion dollar deal closing. I fell asleep and, uh, I, you know, it was like partying out at night, like drugs, whatever. And I, and I knew I had to get in the office. So like, I just came into the office and passed out under my desk, like the full on like Costanza treatment, like hiding under my desk, you know, but I just like tried to take a little nap to get my senses, you know, and a uh, partner walked in and saw me with my feet dangling outside of the desk, you know, like when you see a car mechanic and you yeah. just see the feet and he was like livid and he's just, like cursing at me and all this shit. Like you fucking no, I was like, sorry, I was just taking a little nap. Like I was like, just taking a little nap. He's like, are you fucking wasted right now? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's like, you're fucking wasted. I'm like, why are you even saying that? He's like, because you're wearing two different colored shoes to the office. Oh, no. Oh. And so I quickly was like, yeah, because I'm colorblind, you know? Like, sorry, I'm colorblind. Is that true? No. And he goes, look, you know, even if that were true, like, that's bullshit. I'm like, why? He's like... He's like, I would believe you except for the fact that you literally, you literally showed up to work. This is how fucked up you are, and you don't even realize it yet. He's like, look down at your feet. I'm like, what? And it took me like 30 seconds to realize I had worn one brown loafer and one black lace up. <laughs> like I literally laced up a black shoe at home. Just one. <laughs> just one, and put a brown loafer on. It's fucking wild at work. And so, like shortly thereafter, we had our review. It was great. And I was just like, so Matt. What do you, what is this? What do you want? To, like it wasn't even like a formal review. They're like, "What are you doing here? What do you want?" I'm like, "I want it. I got to get out of here." They're like, "All right, cool. We'll just figure out, you know, where you want to go, and like we'll give you as much time as you need." But just, you know, this job's not for you, obviously. I was like, "Yeah, you're totally right." You know. So did you get severance? Yeah, four and a half months. Good for you. That's, that's yeah. great. I so mean, I, that's you know, at least they have a small heart. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what's interesting is that you're a super likable guy, and. What's interesting is... You Thank know, you. That was, no, so, no, that was so matter of fact. Like, <laughs> it's undisputable. <laughs> I'm super likable. I'm starting that off. Matter of fact. I'm going to all over you. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you're pretty dumb, but you're not smart. With, with, uh, with the Hollywood and um, what people think of uh, villains, I've 
was in a fraternity. Yeah. So I can relate to people just not liking you. Yeah. Your story is like the rich lawyer dude that people like if you were you know what I mean, you'd be the bad you'd be the asshole oh, totally. in Wall Street. Totally. You know what I mean? Oh, completely. But you're just a product of like living in New York, trying to get by, trying to still be young and be authentic but also fitting into what they you know what I mean? It's a real struggle with with doing what's right. And it's I mean, for every story where you hear of someone getting out, there's those people that didn't have the balls to like push that line that just stayed in that job they hate. A lot of people listen and go, oh, because the mantra we use is a leap in the net will appear. And there's a lot of people that are like, I'm still waiting for that moment to pull the trigger. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, well, I think it's true that like it doesn't matter. Like money doesn't buy happiness is like the moral of the story. You can be unhappy at your mechanic job or you can be unhappy making a crap ton of money. You know, six figures, living live in other people's dream. Like yeah. if it's not your dream, if you're not feeling fulfilled if you're not feeling inspired, like creatively inspired every day, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. I think it's also, you know, now here in Hollywood, we have a lot of people who are, I would say, you know, creatives and dreamers and, you know, we're following our dreams. And I think a couple things. One is your 20s is you don't know what you want to do, really. A lot of people don't know what they want to do. And Much just less in like, high school when you're trying to, like, yeah. pick your college. Right. So people are like, why did you become a lawyer? I'm like, it's not really, there wasn't really a lot of choice life thought yeah, yeah. there wasn't yeah. a lot of wear deep, cool suits and yeah there wasn't cool. a, like but i'm saying a lot of people are like why did you dip here because nobody does a deep soul search you usually do it like in your 30s and some people think it's too late by then you know by the time people do that like what am i really here for what do i really uh, want to do and so a lot of those people that you're talking about like they feel stuck in it or whatever or you know maybe not everybody is you know this is the, the flip side is i feel like you know we're a little bit on the far end where we think your job is supposed to be your life satisfaction. And for a lot of people, that's just not reality. I mean, it's a job, you know? So I get a lot of calls like on safe work and sometimes I'm like, well, you know, you're kind of, that's, there's no win-win in that job and it doesn't sound like you have some other dream. So find satisfaction outside of your workplace too. Yeah. You know, yeah. have a balanced well, life. That's what I was going to ask because as someone who's taken the leap out of the corporate uh, world and you kind of are like living your own creative dreams, you, your podcast, Safe for Work, is all about giving people advice in their jobs. I mean, yeah. are you like... I mean, I I have to make sure that I don't convince people to quit their jobs because it's like that's a decision you have to make on your own. And I don't want to be the guy that, dude, just follow your dreams. It's like, bro, you'll know when you're ready to follow your dreams. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll know when it's time to punch out of that cocoon. I'm extremely cautious of the platform that we have. We have a big platform and we are giving people advice. So I'm definitely cautious of telling people to leave their job. You know, I'm, I'm always like, okay, tell me what's going on. But I actually think most of the people who ask for advice know the answer and they just want to be heard a lot of yeah. times. You know or I mean? they yeah. want affirmation. They want affirmation. That what their gut is telling so them somebody's, is right. feasible. So if somebody's giving me all the things that are basically saying, I want to leave my job, I'm not going to say, hey, don't do that. You know, I'm just going to like try and make sure I've teased out what's really going on. What advice mm-hmm. would you give? Tasha's brother's 18. Yeah. going to be going to college. So blank blank canvas what advice would you give someone just when it when they're at that stage where you, you are trying to learn go to college do things but also don't exactly know because because the first time we talked to him he's like plastic surgeon the next time he's yeah. like biomedical engineer and it's like and i don't i don't judge him Those i was on rocket. the same realm yeah. i'm just saying like i wanted all these sexy things and then yeah. when you break them down it's like i wanted to work in advertising i worked in advertising and i got th- i got there first day of work and i was like oh this yeah. isn't sexy i, I wanted sex I, I think you know now I, I tell people like just try and figure out who you are and try and find a field that aligns with your values mm-hmm. i think that's kind of like the best broad advice you can give find somebody. out what makes you happy and what yeah not, not but not necessarily just happy like i think 
like aligning with your values is not just like happiness because some people's values are money. Yeah. You know? And that's okay. Yeah. And some you, people want to make the world a better right. place. And some people and so, just want to do cool shit. Yeah. And like some people want things that sound cool that are actually a grind, but they want access to things, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so if those are your values, like I don't have, I'm not going to judge those, but if you know what those are, find something that aligns with that. And, and in New York coming up, the ego of New York is like big money, big. So, so I, I got out of the business world and when I lived in New York, I was just working doing background on law shows like yeah. suits and Wolf of wall street and wall street too. Like literally all, I was just that white dude. They put in wall the street. Suit. Dave uh, never uh, sleeps. Cause he's gotta be an extra at 4am yeah. on the set. Good wife. I mean, every law, show in new york law and order i mean just like hey i recognize that guy he was, i mean he was, if someone did their research they'd see me serving a burger on wait a, mi- wait a minute after another. how could he possibly be working there when he's also working over there <laughs> I, you he know what i always hate on tv i hate when they put like somebody who's vice president in one show as the president on the other dude they're like the secretary me, of state I, i'm like how, how did she get that role she's <laughs> vp on good wife i've been on the prosecution and the defense in the same scene yeah like, been, like this guy's the shoddy witness he's put the cowlick to the other side but uh, but I had my buddies Nick Bidding I shouldn't say his name but whatever uh, buddies that were like good good guys that I went to college with that were like working in finance and I'd go out with them at night and these dudes were like and it, it wasn't even a drug thing but they were the money wasn't an option they were all partying and they actually took care of me like I paid I you know one one guy would buy the round and then I'd be like I guess I got to get the next one the rounds like a lot of money it's now like, you, oh, you have fuck. to make sure you're like sixth in line for the round yeah. <laughs> and then you're like. <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah, the round is an art form that women don't know about. Women don't know that's about the round. That's not true. That's absolutely not Tasha's true. Tasha's really good at buying drinks for people. You're good at that. But most girls, if you take 10 girls and they go to a bar, usually one girl's like, all right, I'll be right back. And the girl gets her drink. And it, like, they're women, not, So they're not stupid is what you're right, saying. But men are like, all right, tough. rounds, rounds, beers, yeah. beers, bro, beers. I know. And then there's one guy who comes back with a big Such a money beers. suck. Yeah. But uh, so you were doing, so you were doing, so I, I was I was partying with guys like you, but yeah. like the finance guys, not, not necessarily the lawyer guys but how did that how did the, how did you transition from from working in law partying to then stand up and also at what Being point broke. did your girlfriend <laughs> i mean because you you have to like that's holding a relationship if you're not traveling the same direction it's going to end one way or another I, I mean how did that end how did how did that relationship kind of like separate? yeah so you know as i said i was in the new york finance law world and by the way partying as a lawyer with your finance friends is actually super hard because they think that like you're supposed to keep up it's different from like oh let's take care of our actor friends they're not going to take care of the lawyer friend right like because you're like quasi in the same circle but they're making 10 times as much as oh, you really? they are? oh yeah so like the lawyer the young lawyer in new york's really strapped because he's yeah. going out trying to compete for women like the same he's going after trying to date the same women as his finance friends who are just like oh yeah i'll spend eight hundred dollars in a given night it's like even lawyers are making a lot of money as is, like when well, you're 25 was, it's a lot of money i was trying yeah. to make the case that donald trump was attractive in his in his i, I saw that i was trying uh, to make that case and, and i have never had someone be like Bruh. i mean he did slay but, a lot of attractive right? but women but, it was, like, but in, it's like but you know he's very rich but so in it's new hard york to, like, there's a lot of wealth on the younger level yeah. that there's women that that are literally looking for i mean don't get me wrong you want to talk about uh drying up a woman's vagina tell her you do background on tv shows i mean <laughs> there was types of girls that that would that would uh, talk to me in types that wouldn't yeah and that's the thing is like they, the first question is what do you do yes and in new york it's like oh you know they these women they know that i sound so I sound but so how like can you you sound like you are how can you judge them for aligning with their values or following I don't, you know i like, don't i don't but don't be don't. mad but don't be mad with ladies of new york city when you say oh dating's tough yeah get out of wall street like mm. you're trying to date guys no, that dating, already have no but dating is tough in new york too because i think like the ratio of like there's just a lot more women 
than men too. Yeah, like, because yeah, there's a lot of gay guys. It's like, a good take place the gay men out of the be. pool. Yeah, it's great. Dude. It's amazing. I always tell my friends like they're younger. I'm like, you gotta live in New York you're as a single guy. guy you're in your 20s. Guy too, but like now you factor in that you've got the when it grows what you do. You've got the right answer. Yeah, you've got a lot of good things going on. I mean, were there a lot of uh, women out there to choose from, or like how did you pick? Listen, you my wife knows this. When it, before I met my wife, <laughs> I was a piece of shit. Like I was real scum. And uh, actually, it's kind of funny because it was one of those things where, like, when you're trying to clean up your act, you know, when you meet the girl who you're like, oh, shit, this is the one. I got to erase my, I got to scrub my past, you know, I got to, like, but, like, your friends, they're not, like, willing to do that for you. Your boys are just not willing to go that far for you. And so, like, it's just one of those things where, like, guys, can you just fucking not talk about anything that we've ever done before <laughs> like if she asks you a question about our past just be like yeah that's, we that's played a lot fair. of te- tennis and stuff you know yeah, like that's you know but, but so like same place for guy to be like tasha you know like I, I mean i was single for like five six years living in new york I, I don't have any i don't have any women that like really hated me i mean i had i think they understood what they were getting which is like look we're not trying to get married we're just dating like there was no going out on dates it was kind of just like we'll we'll be at this bar or we'll be at that place you would just kind of see that's for me at least for me i would say for me the hardest thing was like you know i actually i remember when i was in my 20s and then i started dating the the one girl i broke up with but once we start when we started dating it was like you're going out to these bars and you're like "Ah, i gotta not make eye contact with the other many girls that i've slept with in this bar (laughs) this is like a super awkward you know it's like even the even the co-check girl is like i better not talk to her either (laughs) (laughs) oh the valet guy i slept with him too (laughs) hey the the guys in new york are cute too yeah yeah, yeah. i've I've been to some gay bars in new york and like i I went to a gay bar and a a girl uh I went after a show with a bunch of people, so there, were, there was um, it was a big night for the gay community. They just passed one of the laws that like recognizing marriage, mm-hmm. and there was like gay dudes brought their dads, and the dads are cheering on the. It was a really cool moment, but like they, I remember the, like the drag queen. Uh, that sounds weird when I said the drag queen. The drag queen on stage, who was like in, uh, the host of the karaoke night, was like, was, like singing show tunes, and she stopped to point me out because I was yeah. with a girl, and they're like, "Look at these heterosexual motherfuckers!" And everyone starts cheering for us. And I was like, "I love the gays." I remember that day because my sister was working as a news correspondent and so she like has it on her reel or something yeah. from that day yeah, yeah 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 that was that so that was i probably told a story before i was working background on the normal yeah. heart the normal hearts uh, uh-huh, I, I know you know tony um story yeah, kushner basically no like, not tony kushner it was when, when literally before aids was known yeah. what it is they were kind of coming out and forming the um, yeah. gay men's alliance or whatever the gay men's choir they had all these they basically were forming a hotline for like gay men yeah. to like figure out what the fuck was going on it was yeah. a crazy moment but so i was there at one of the only, like and they and it was a giant club scene so they just bust in as many gay guys as they could and everyone's shirtless and i was the, i was one of the only guys they were like keep a t-shirt on like, I was, you know, not 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 in the shape of the gay like the gay shape is way more, less body fat percentage than me but like they you know then you've got ryan kelly is it ryan kelly is that his name the gay the um the guy who, ryan murphy ryan murphy ryan murphy who's ryan ryan murphy yeah. that's it and he's super gay and he's the creator of all these shows and yeah he's creating the, and then matt bomer and all these other gay actors and everyone's like hugging and kissing and cheering and i'm like and i'm just like the this wallflower who's like fuck yeah like this is i was like it was gay, i was gay for a day all i was right. gay for a day it was great i didn't ki- i didn't kiss anyone but um hey if someone wanted i don't to think that's what gay me, for a day is then he didn't kiss anybody <laughs> doing anything, you know? I was like, does no one want me like i was the one guy who stood out anyway so so yeah you're running around in new york uh footloose i mean what does it take for a woman to if like stop you like what did it take for your girlfriend to be like no 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 we're together now well, I, I think it's like just nothing. I mean, you just have to be in the mindset of like, I'm done with 
I'm fucking tired of this, you know? Like, it's so... I mean, are there girls, though, that you were, like, that you had previously been with that could have been girlfriends? You just weren't... Oh, yeah, I fucked... There were definitely a couple of great girls that I totally fouled up, like, because it was just was not that time Do of my life. Do you look back and wonder, like, geez, like, that was a good... Uh, no, because it's funny, because my, my wife and I, we talk about this, and I'm like, you would have fucking hated me if we were the same age, because I'm, I'm seven years older. And oh, so, wow. like, okay. if we had been, you know, at college together or New York together, like, any time before, before I met her, it would have been, like, a disaster. Yeah. You know, because I was just, like, not ready to be a good human. Mature. Yeah. We met four <laughs> years before we dated, and we probably would have, uh, I would have, uh, you know, I would have charmed you a little bit. But I don't oh, I would have slept with my wife. I would have <laughs> I would have gotten her home with me for sure, but uh, but yeah. So so you so you so okay. So you you exit the law world, yeah. And then and then how soon after does your girlfriend say like I'm not gonna? Fuck oh, that, that you're talking about the one that, that yeah. we broke. Oh, she like dumped me in the moment. I mean, she didn't say like we're breaking up right now, but she's like you saw goodbye in her eyes. Yeah. Oh, he totally was like. <laughs> uh, so I I just I'm just I'm leaving my law job, and so I'm gonna take a shot with this comedy thing. She was like. Her Tinder like reflected in her eyes. She could just see her. She would, yeah, like, she was like, like literally swiping. Yeah, like I saw, yeah, like I, I saw her packing up. I could see her packing. Yeah, I could see her packing up in her she's whites of her about, eyes. Like who's still single? Yeah, 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 yeah. Her oh, totally. Like, she's like, mm-hmm. looking. Through, like, I could see pictures of her ex boyfriend. Her exes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Comple- completely. But you can't hate her for that. I mean, no, I can't. And it's funny. That, I, that's you're you're not the terms of service she agreed to. Totally. And so I don't hate her for it. It was kind of funny though because. When I remember like a year later, you know, then we did that thing like where we slept with each other on New Year's because we were both single, still single. Yeah. You know, I feel like everybody a does that, right? A slow breakup. Yeah, like a slow breakup. Yeah. It never takes the first time, right? Yeah. I mean, like, breakups just don't take unless, I don't know, I guess they could, but well, cause, never. Well, because like, you still like the person. Yeah. It's, the core values are still there. It's right. just like there's no future there right. now. Right. There was no future. And then I remember like I was moving to LA. I decided like, I don't want to be in New York. Once I quit the law and i was like i don't want to be in this environment anymore because again like i'm not doing law don't have a lot of money i'm not gonna be playing that same game you kind of need a clean slate too when you're like completely revamping your life it's like why a lot of girls cut their hair when they break up Uh, yeah you know it's like you just need like you need things to look different so that you can feel different you need to have these reminders of your previous nails actually hold like memories i know this sounds so so new agey to say but like they they, there's feelings and emotions imprinted onto you yeah so there's a reason why you're like scrubbing yourself after a bad experience Mm -hmm. you're like "Ah, i want to shed my skin it's like yeah you're literally going to shed your skin you're becoming a new person yeah, you're cutting your hair. You're doing all these. Yeah, things but guys, like, you know, we don't really. I mean, you have you, you had the hair. Oh, option. Dude, I've cut you my did hair. You did that, you, you but I never had my long Facebook. hair. You see, when I'm yeah, 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 really yeah. short, it's like, oh, Dave just had a heartbreak. Yeah, big crisis. No, I know. My my, my, my wife did the crisis hair color change thing. You know, she yeah. did that once to oh, yeah. relationship the red hair crisis. So, so what was you, the crisis? Um, just like career crisis. Yeah. You know, so like instead of like going to a career coach, she just went to the salon Sally Hirschberger and it's, it's like, cheaper. Fucking Sally <laughs> Hirschberger. Like, yeah, you gotta, I think you should have to consult when you're in a serious relationship. I think you should have to consult on hair change coloration. <laughs> yeah. Something color drastic. Change. Yeah, something that drastic. Oh, yeah. That's my personal opinion. Tasha That's was just, so mad when I cut my hair. I showed the length. Did you I, ask? Did you remember my long hair? Yeah. Do. Did you, uh, did you yeah, get a say? We had been talking about it but I was like, I don't know. I really liked, yeah. I like long hair in general. Yeah. I like like beards and long hair. And I was like nervous. I was really nervous. So now you're not even attracted to him anymore, huh? I'm just I like, I don't think hey. she was in the first place, man. I don't think she was. <laughs> no, he actually, he looks good with the short hair too. Oh, yeah, he rocks good. the short uh-huh. hair. Uh-huh. But I was, I was There's nervous. There's my compliment, folks. Yeah. Got that one for the week. <laughs> she just described her type and now listen, I'm looking at you and it's not, not you. you at all. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I think you're describing several different ethnicities. Yeah, yeah. Like big old, I like that big old. Dude. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I like these hairy lumberjack men. <laughs> I'm like, I've literally got like this like, yeah. clear chest. She's like, describe, yeah, describe she's like, you. I, she's like, yeah. I got this chest hair, and I'm like, I don't, I can't, I don't have chest hair. Yeah, she's I like, wish I did. I don't yeah. have. She's like, I like guys with these big neck tattoos like, up to their throat. I like <laughs> lawyers. Yeah, no, yeah, I like, I like ex-lawyers. I. Uh, yeah, I was listening to uh, Dak Shepard's podcast. He was interviewing his wife, um, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, Bell yeah. and, like she was talking about, like they were openly talking about what like, one night stands she used to have. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could hear. I know, some, I know some Tasha stories, and they kind of bother me when I overthink yeah. them. What? Yeah, I know a story. What I, story? Somebody told oh, me boy. once about like you know, you know what I mean. Like I just know. Oh, like, I can't ah. hear that. I couldn't. I, I could never. <laughs> And the thing is, is like, but bro, I, I got twenty yeah. times those. Oh, you know I have I mean? two hundred times yeah. in my life. Yeah. Like, easily. So it's like, it's like I have to talk to myself and be like, dude, she didn't know you. It's not like she was out there gallivanting yeah. when when she knew me. No, or was with me, and I wasn't, totally. and I didn't do that when I was with her. But, but we like, like to pretend that you know when we meet our ladies that they have don't have a sexual history. Like so in our stupid. mind, we like to go, yeah, she was birthed by Virgin Mary, and her <laughs> mom was a virgin, and it goes back like generations of yeah. virgins, and like. Now, so, now I'm teaching her everything about sex I mean, for the so first time. Do you know, I like, want to know your past. Or oh she just God, she never. She has no interest in that. Same. You know? Because like she know. First of all, she knows. Like as I said, when we started dating, like all my friends were like, "You, you're. Look at you. You're such a classy lady. What are you doing with this piece of shit? This guy, he's scum. I'm like, can we just not you're do like, that? Thanks, Dad. Like, I, uh, yeah, I know. Sorry. I know. I'm like, you know that there are other guys willing to do that. You, as my friend, you don't have to be the guy to tell yeah. her like, not to do this. That's what dudes are great. If you're not in the group with the guy, guys will just shit on because it, it's warfare. It's us versus you. So it's yeah. like your your buddies are clearly like teasing you in that yeah. moment, but they're still like you know probably ha- they're happy for you, of course. Yeah. And they're like whatever. But yeah, there's like that little. Oh, you're too good for this guy. Yeah. You know, everybody's saying that everywhere you're not around, you yeah. know, to, to, your, to your lady. But what's interesting is like, I'll talk about a few, a few of my buddies and then I, I can tell Tasha will judge them. Like Joey guys that like get out there and sling some dick, yeah. but it's no different than any other guy. I'm just get letting her into the inside baseball moment. Yeah. So she's like, oh, yeah, he's kind of, I don't know. We like, it's like, no, he's a great guy. Well, that's the like, thing. You don't want to let your significant other see your friends in a really disgusting light. Cause then they don't want you out with them. Like I think yeah. we were out early on, and Joey got. Pu- we just saw him right after leaving a club. Do you remember this? Yeah, he got punched in the forehead by an, his ex's sister. So Tasha immediately oh, took the ex's sister. Wow, that's like the Beyonce salon. Yeah, they were, they were <laughs> kicking the elevator. They were Dominican or Puerto Rican or whatever. Yeah. I mean, she, he took a, he took like a ring to the forehead, and he yeah, he, he had a bloody. Got I love that. He's got like the, so he the comes out of like a, yeah, he says <laughs> symbol in his head. He comes out of like a, a bodega with a giant square, and I immediately that's just awesome. uh, like a band aid. I immediately just start taking photos of him. He's a big military. Was in the, served in the army. He was a big army yeah. ranger, dude. And here he is, some woman. He's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> well, it's it's funny. I'm be- like, I, I don't want to tell you what happened in there, but like, wh- women be scorned. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because I actually feel like sometimes, like even still, I'm overcoming the thing where my friends' wives were so afraid of them hanging out with me when I was single. You know, it's like I call my friends now, and I'm like, I'm married, I'm settled down, and it's like those days are behind me. But like, I feel like when I'm calling my friends now. They're like scared when I come. I'm like, oh, I'm in San Fran. You guys want to get together? He's like, dude, I'm not going to do that anymore. I was like, I just wanted to see if you want to see an afternoon matinee. Bring your wife. You know, they're like, they're acting like I'm like a former Navy SEAL. Like, well, because they, you know, those missions are over, man. They (laughs) grew up, and they don't know if you grew up too. You know, they're just trying to. So that would be a little debaucherous. Oh, of course, you you have have to. What I like out of the stand-up world is we get the chance to do bar shows and perform in other towns, and we get a chance to kind of. 
go to the bar and hang out and still still sort of every once in a while live i don't want to say that bachelor lifestyle like you don't go there to hit on girls but yeah. you get to go just be a part of that like you young get your energy. fun now i know tasha's immediately viscerally gonna be upset when i mention this what are you talking you're gonna, about you're gonna be upset when i mention this but it's the only time i'm gonna tell this story so mm-hmm. when- Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Please, this when, is the stupidest story. I'm so... I've heard well, it. I've heard it four times. Oh. And she hasn't taken my side once, but you have to understand, uh, I'll take a lie detector test for what I'm about to tell you. It's not a big deal. Wednesday night, I had a show at Madhouse, San Diego. Um, friend of a friend was going out for drinks afterwards, sh- close by, two, three miles away. But our buddy, Mike Alberici, past guest, um, is just a piece of shit, and he's like high out of his mind and drunk, so he's late. He's And I get, I get to the bar, and I'm like, bro, where are you? You parking your car he's like dude i haven't left yet because you you know so i'm like fuck you man he's 10 15 minutes away i was like i'm going home it's a two-hour drive home it's already midnight i'm like i'm going home and then he's like no, no, no i'm coming i'm coming i'm like all right fine so i was just like texting him at the bar hanging out whatever 10 15 minutes later like 10 i was at the bar for maybe a total of 10 minutes i'm not drinking because i'm already sort of tired i i smoked earlier whatever the show went well so i'm just feeling good i'm hanging out i'm happy but i'm also in kind of like stand up outfit like i had a hoodie on with like this black jacket i was a little too trendy for this mm-hmm. surf bar and then anyway i had a couple glasses of water from the little water jug texted my buddy whatever left walked out my buddy came hang out hey guys go back in go to walk in bart the bouncer looks at everyone's id then he goes up to me and he goes you're not allowed in you've been kicked out and i was like what and then mike and everyone else is like what and everyone's like dude how'd you get kicked out i was like let me ask <laughs> and i was like dude what the fuck man and he was like a little bouncer like he was just like an old asian dude but he was like yeah you've been taking photos of girls in the bar <laughs> and i was like here's my phone and here's my camera roll no no, I haven't. And he was like, yeah, yeah, the girls were complaining. And as it turns out, when I walked out of the bar, someone yelled, douchebag, fuck you. And like, I was walking across the street to remove my hoodie to put it. It was like, kind of hot. And I like was like, what? And I just figured they were talking to someone else. And I go back, and yeah, it turns out they, for one reason or another, decided I was like this horrible guy. And I think the only thing I can think of is that like one of them kind of nudged into me at the bar maybe wanted me to talk to them and i didn't my phone never went above my waist i never mm. had this moment where i was like Doo-doo-doo-doo. i was never videotaping the karaoke i was never mm-hmm. doing anything that might have looked like doing that and i got so mad i got so fucking mad that like in that moment i became the asshole although the guy was like dude you can come back another time but like tonight you're not coming back in i was like i'm never coming back in. i was just like just it was just this moment where i was like i am enraged by the fact that i'm being accused of something yeah. that's so far from the truth anyway this, that's, that had nothing to do with anything we were talking no, about no, but it, so, but i'll translate it to you know so probably what really happened was you know he bumped into some girl and his phone was like this and she probably thought he like took a picture of her boobies and that was that's why maybe you, and yeah. i was laughing texting my, yeah. like, like shitting on like, i mean i've definitely you. like you know taken inappropriate pictures of people before just like mostly like comedic not like oh i want to you know like if i see something funny at a bar or like you know i'll take i don't know we all do that now right we're like i took a photo of a chick no you're a shit yeah i I took a photo of a chick in a bikini with this guido dude like when i see the whale tail sticking out at a bar like really funnily like yeah i've done that by all means but this just wasn't the case so i was like there was literally maybe i was being maybe i've been kicked out for for my past maybe there was yeah it's like like, scrooge we know who you used to be yeah (laughs) i don't my id they're like yeah, yeah, you've, you've had I don't players. advocate for doing these things, but I feel like we've probably all been guilty of them. Buddies one time are or great. I don't know if girls are like this, maybe, but buddies are great at having that group chat where you'll send an incriminating photo. Or yeah. like, I had, I had one friend of mine. He had like a widow's peak. He shaved the widow's peak. 
And, and then now every photo he takes, he photoshops. Like, he smudges it, like, clean. So he just looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and, of course, you, I zoomed in on that, sent it to the other buddy. Yeah. And then, like, he sent, zoomed it in more and sent it back to me. It's like, that guys, we shit on each other. People we love. I love my group text chain. Yeah. That's, like, the best thing that I have in my day-to-day life, like, me and my high school buddies. And stand-ups, yeah. we, comics, we get to do that in person. Yeah. We just get a shit on. Although, I, feel, I, I don't know how many of my friends in L.A. I, I like, really shit on. Yeah, in the comedy world. I don't know if that's. Past. I think we're a little sensitive right now. Yeah, sensitive. Also, I feel like you don't have that same closeness that you do with like you know. I mean, unless you have like a really. Some people have these like comedy cliques that they're like really yeah. tight with, you know. But like, I don't know that I have. You know, I mean, I've got a lot of different friends. They're not you know? guys that you're partying. Yeah, with. like I don't have. Yeah, exactly. Different phases of my life, so I don't have that like same crew of like. Speaking of phases of your yeah. life, so you just got married this year. Yeah, congratulations. How long's Congrats. it been now? Uh, July fourth. So. Wow. Seven months, yeah. And she's a wedding planner? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool, but it also made, like, the wedding planning, like, you know, up up the ante. Did she have a lot of strings to pull? I mean, she had all the connections. She had the Rolodex. Yeah. Actually, she flew in, like, a famous florist from L.A. I mean, we got married in Montauk, so she flew in. I mean, this was, like, a fabulously, ridiculously expensive wedding paid for by her family. Is she from um, Long Island? No, New Jersey. New Jersey. Are you both from Jersey? Uh, she, you, I'm from Long Island. You're from, from Long Jersey, Island, yeah. from Jersey, which is pretty much the same yeah, sort of people. Yeah, so we did it in Montauk. You know, that's like one of the nicest places you could do it. But so, yeah, she pulled a lot of strings and like we did it at Gurney's, which is like this ridiculous venue. Did you have a photographer from out of the country too? Yeah, actually. You a French photographer? We did because we took engagement. I, I'm a romantic. I proposed in Paris. I had this whole trip planned. Boo. But lower the bar. <laughs> lower the bar. I know. I know. All my friends are like, you piece of shit. What are you trying to make me look bad? I'm like, no, I don't know. You know, I'm, get rid of jumbo I'm not really concerned about anybody else in their relationship. <laughs> I don't give a shit about you. Um, but so, actually, our <laughs> our photographer, uh, she was awesome, super emotional. She's a bit of a loose cannon head case, but really sweet lady and takes good <laughs> photos. But three days before our wedding, we're in talk and uh, we're, we're actually there for our wedding weekend. We get a call from her at midnight, like. And she's crying, so we already know what it is. I'm so sorry, I can't come to your wedding. I, I lost my my ID at a bar. Like, what the fuck are you saying right now? Like, she Wait, was she telling you this, or are you and your fiance? Me and my, me and my wife. Because we had a, your fiance must have been a rip shit. So that's she's, something you don't want to hear. Yeah, she, and she, but she's very like disciplined and like type A. So she was like, okay, well, so what are you going to do about it? Like, do you have a solution? Or, yeah. yeah. And so she did. She had her old boss, who was a much better photographer from, from, than her, and she had him on the phone. Like, she had it already, you know? And so she was like, okay. And this woman wanted to, like, cry about it and be all more emotional. And my, my wife was like, okay, so we're done talking to you. We now have to plan our wedding, which is in two days with this new photographer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bye. <laughs> bye now. Yeah. So she, like, wanted to be consoled, even though she fucked us over to the highest order. Yeah. You know, like this is like a 10 out of 10 but, wedding fucking over. Yeah. Your photographer bailing two days before your wedding. Wait, do you get a better, so you get an older, more experienced photographer? He's amazing. This guy Cheng is, he's like superstar. He's like this hunky, like, and was, he in, was like, was who he, is this superstar Was he in Newport? I'm trying to remember the story. Right. So that's where I, I think he was where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> which is like weddings in Newport. This is what's so like crazy. Yeah. This is, a, this is what's so crazy. So we had to get this guy on. He was doing a wedding the night before in Newport, Rhode Island. Island and we were on 
Long Island, Montauk. Unfortunately, on a map, if you look at them, they're super close, but there isn't a ferry that just pops you right over. We wow. actually did. We took the ferry from the end of Long Island. What was yeah, the name to, of to that? To New London, Connecticut. Yeah, Orient to Point. Probably. Orient Point, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's quicker to take a ferry than it is to drive around. No, I know. But yeah. if you have to, so we did. Around. So that's what they had to do. We had to, we had to get a, a limo at 4 a.m. after the wedding that he did the night before, him and his assistant, pick them up, take them to the New London, take a ferry, then there, then another ferry, then Montauk. So they he were, must have loved it. That's like a photographer's dream. Like, oh, are they going to get me? Oh, I need to save this wedding. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was cool. He was super. I mean, I he you was. Guys loved it he you was. Had. No, it was awesome. He was like the hero. I mean, better super, better to find out a few days in advance, I guess, than yeah. Kind of. Yeah, we had some, some crazy shit. Like the 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 drive. This that was one of three crazy things. The other crazy thing was so then we're already like freaked out because of that. That just happened. So now we're driving to our wedding venue in the morning, and we had the gift bags from the heavens. My wife spent. Again, like ridiculous. I was like, "Why are we spending so much on gift bags?" She's like, "Because I'm a wedding planner, and this is going to be on the magazines and all the shit." And like now they are. It's going to be an inside weddings and all the stuff. So she's like, "It was all worth it," you know? Yeah. Uh, but so we—that is good. He's like, she's working on her portfolio. portfolio. No, so, so I get that. <laughs> much like that. Like, much like that. You can give a speech and try to get some jokes in. Because like always on the wedding you got the, video, you got the videographer. Oh. You're like, all right, I need you to film me. Get a close yeah, up. No, <laughs> I, I once did a I once did a, a speech at my friend's wedding. It was me and another comic, and the guy that the videographer tried to like hold the video hostage because he was like these are so funny and like crazy and like something like he thought because my my friend was like a famous comic and he was like i'm gonna hold these hostage for more money because they were so funny because like, our speeches were so funny yeah so you get a white hot audience yeah i know so, easy laughs i know so my friend was like you have no idea what's happening right now because of, of you grandma, guys calling the sister a slut yeah. they love it like ah anyway so uh, so uh so oh, so, so we're so, okay so we wake up so we've got these ridiculous gift bags i'm not talking about like water and mints i'm talking about like kettle corn from like hampton company like these chocolate chip cookie like fancy cookies tate's cookies and like i'm withering, from I'm withering away here and, and in, in this canvas like this canvas bag that, like didn't say our names on it so you could use it forever because i hate when Ooh. you can only use it once because it has a person's name yeah. on it. and so we had to rent a ford expedition and it was like fully blocked i couldn't even see my rear view because all the gift bag stuff was in the back so we get out on the highway about a mile down the road how many people how many people? 125. Okay. All right. And so a mile down the road, she goes, do you smell something burning? I'm oh my like, God. Yeah, something does smell like it's burning. So I checked the e-brake. It's not that. I'm like, so weird. Like, what is that? And then all of a sudden we hear that ding, trunk opened. She looks behind her. She's like, fuck. I look, I'm like, motherfucker. Empty. Everything gone. <gasps> what? All of our gift bags had flown <laughs> Out oh. the trunk of our car on the LIE, everything, like hundreds of like beers, mints, cookies, Total popcorn. Loss. So we pull over and then she starts having a meltdown because yeah. her, her, one of the bags had her birth control. She's like, I'm going to be bleeding in my wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... And I jump out of the car. Oh we God. pull over on the side of the highway. I jump out. She jumps out. All of a sudden I look over and I realize I didn't close the door my french bulldog jumps out of the car and is now standing on the highway and so now i'm like oh my god holy shit and like you know that thing where if you run you don't like, want to chase him he'll yeah. right right so i was like fuck oh my god so i like slowly crept over and just like dove for her leash uh, so we're like panicking like what is happening our wedding is completely seriously. melting down right now and so we get back in the car i'm like okay We'll just loop around. It's only 7 a.m. We got an early start, so I was like, maybe they'll be there. She's like, they're not going to be there. They're on the highway. Like, they're getting run over. I'm like, all right, we'll just see. So we go back in the hotel parking lot. They're not there. We 
drive back onto the entrance, and literally, as we about to get on the entrance ramp, a sea of boxes, all of our it's stuff, and run over. All, no, not oh. been run over. There's like totally no cars fine. at this hour because you're all the way out at the Hamptons. Uh, Seven a.m. You have to realize everybody's going out to the Hamptons. Right. So like nobody's at that exit. Nobody's at exit seventy-two Everyone's by 7 a.m. Wondering how you didn't hear this. So we are we just you're listening to my podcast. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. We were accelerating. I don't know. You know, we're just like it's seven a.m. We're just I'm stupid. I'm stupid. No, that's why. No, I'm like, Tell me. That's just insane. I'm a moron. So so I pull the car over and I block. Wait, did she blame you immediately? Was she like, what the fuck? No, no. We were just in crisis mode. It wasn't like yeah. She would have gone to blame yeah. immediately. No, we don't. <laughs> I mean, fuck, I, fuck the crisis. I mean, look, fuck you. It's generally accepted that I'm always wrong, so it's not even like. Uh, but was she like, like, this is a sign? It's not. You know, no, none like, of that. Okay. None of that. We're very like we'll just make the best of it and figure it out. So I actually blocked the entrance to the LIE like with my car, like turned it sideways. It's a rental, yeah, yeah. And so she got out and like Superwoman, like throwing these beer boxes, like these cases of beer into the car. We literally didn't lose a single bag. Wow! But there were some with like tire marks on them. Yeah, like, a little like, dirty. There were, there were like <laughs> you really went to get the local know, touch here. There's a total like Goodyear tire. Yeah, I know. The, the, the people were like, these mints are all cracked. And then the last thing that happened was uh, everything went off without a hitch at the wedding. But then then um, we did a bonfire and we stayed late. And so our venue was in Sag Harbor, so we had buses like the really nice ones. And uh, the last bus driver with all the drunken people. He had to do a, like a three point turn on these little highways, and he crashed the bus. <gasps> but not like a people died kind of crash. He just, just like dinged it on the guardrail. Wouldn't have been a big deal except he he broke the latch that keeps the luggage in. Oh my god! And so that you can't drive because the flap is popping open. So that kept happening, and it's like one in the morning. People are wasted and they're yelling at this guy, and I'm in the back like. Just, that's such a great night, everybody. <laughs> and they're like, Matt, deal with this. I'm like, deal with what? <laughs> and so I get to the front and like people are reaming this. I felt bad for this guy. He's like, because he won't, like he's not communicating well what's going on. And so my wife's sister literally ordered another bus. And so we're like pulled over. It's two in the morning. Now everybody's like hating us. Like now the wedding is like going down the tubes. Like all the good feelings are like dissipating. <laughs> like, We've got to fix this. And so my friend turns into the superhero. Like the first hero was the photographer. Then my friend Dave, who's an orthopedic surgeon. I shit you not. He goes under the bus to look for something to fix this. He finds a mop. He cuts the mop open and uses all of like the it's an old mop yeah. with like the spider web things. And he literally performs surgery on the bus and ties the bus back together. He sutured the bus. He sutured the bus back together, and wow. we got home. Yeah. That's what's great about weddings. You get a little bit of everybody. You get like the Noah's Ark of like yeah. the MacGyver's and then this guy. See, I mean, an orthopedic surgeon suturing your bus back together like wow. that is yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So then, so then, was there a wedding? hangover i mean did you go straight to your honeymoon no we did what we they call a uh mini moon now you know this is okay. a good thing Freak so we, we actually never we didn't stay at the hotel in montauk we stayed in sag harbor at this amazing uh, little hotel called baron's cove which i would highly recommend because everybody could stay there baron's um gurney's is like 1500 a night you can't like it's just you can't yeah. like invite people to stay there it's like dick move you know yeah you should go to baron's cove yeah baron's cove is super Sounds nice and also quite expensive and uh, so i actually had booked a hotel for people to stay at if they couldn't afford there and that hotel ended up going under like a month before our wedding and not telling us so all these what? people were calling me they're like so what's up with this hotel the i forget what it was called the something in you know it was kind of like a lodgy type red, place red roof was it a yeah red it was roof? like a red roofie <laughs> and so i kept calling the hotel and nobody would pick up nobody would pick up. i had to make my wedding planner we had a day of coordinator drive two and a half hours 
to check in on it, and she sent me pictures, and it was just a landfill. Like, they had um, completely, like, somebody else had bought it. if you're going to close, it. you're not going to give people the courtesy. No, the yeah, I didn't give the courtesy, but so the new owner ended up refunding everybody wow. the money, but I had to scramble and find, like, Airbnbs. For, but this is like wedding shit. But that's what's going to happen when you're doing all that. That's why I'm so nervous. That's why I'm like, you know, you get the engagement, great. But then you got this colossal undertaking. No, but there are ways. I mean, obviously, you guys had to do it big. It's her job. It's a, it's a huge thing. Like, it makes we a lot of sense. It it's big. almost like marketing for her to it do was, it big. No, it, to- it totally was. Yeah. And, and there's going to be a lot of, like, pressure. You know, other, like, industry, whatever, is going to be looking how she's yeah. doing it. So you guys had to go that route. But tons of people these days, like, there is a way to do it cheap and easy. Here's, like, how, here's how we have to do it. Yeah. So we've done uh, we've done plenty of fake weddings before. Yeah. Palm Springs, the de- all these yeah. places. Because Tasha you know modeling and stuff yeah. like that we have to we have to get the catalog we got to get everyone you know like if you can if you can agree that everyone who works on the cake and the, the florals and will be a part of some sort of branded yes. thing then you get them all to yeah, show the up. vendor you discount them, kind of give stuff them a hotel like you do whatever but then the photographer every everyone kind of works you know, yeah actually it's funny because my wife and i we we just recorded a bunch of episodes of a, a podcast that we we're going to launch where she gives tips to do weddings like oh wow you know on maybe the cheap we, we like, could be a project for you yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yeah, you guys should talk Latch to her. Watch the door. One, I know. The door. Uh, but you know, she's a big believer. Even though, like, we ended up spending an exorbitant sum, she's a big believer. Like, her first website when she came out here is the Hostess Handbook for the Young, Broke, and Fabulous. And so her whole mo has always been like, I want to teach people how to entertain. Not I want to spend a fortune to do things right. you know yeah. on any budget hers is, is like everybody every everybody not just women men like everybody should be thoughtful about when they're entertaining even if it's like little house parties like there's no detail unturned and when we have like a little gathering at yeah. our house like How when we do you- oscars parties it's like you know the craziest oh we gotta know. come now yeah do you guys make homemade soap together you know, is that something you guys are doing now? Because uh, like, well, here's some homemade. Stuff yeah, I, like I knew you were going to hit me with some homemade. Nice. Uh, I don't like, want to brag, but uh, it sounds like we're going to be in competition with you guys. This looks like a good piece that's of cheese, the, though. I would eat. I feel like I would accidentally. Soap. And they smell. Yeah, they that, that, smell that, like that one's better for the body. Wait, the, the one use that one better. for like your dishes, and yeah. then the other one. I, you know, I was going to tell you guys an orgy story, but now we're like all into my loving wife and stuff. No, soap goes well with orgy stories. So yeah, I wanted to hear that. Yeah, because we're almost at an hour, so like we got to wrap it up in the next ten minutes or so. But yeah, so like, is this a, are you, uh, are you guys swingers or what? No, no, no. I'm trying. I'm trying. I think it's one of those things, you know, like, I think it's like we, first I think we have to have a kid and then like, we have to be really bored. Yeah. yeah. I don't think like we're totally bored yet, but I'm I'm already, you know, I'm definitely like already pushing it. You know, (laughs) guys, I think guys would be more willing to, to do like some sort of like casual group friendly sex than women. But also like, I don't know if that's a bridge you can come back to. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, is I'm afraid my wife's going to end up in a relationship with somebody out of this. She's going to meet this bearded. I watch pretty little lies and all that big little (laughs) lies and all that. Yeah. It's like. Exactly. You don't want them meeting the beard, so, uh, the real guy of their dreams. Yeah, judge, yeah. I want, I want slightly uglier la beard dudes. <laughs> yeah. No, I want us to be like. You know, I don't want to go to like the nudist colony things. I just want to like go to like South America and like I Columbia. I want and have to us, go like, to a nudist colony. I don't want to go to like a, a sex 
retreat. Group yeah. sex I don't retreat. hang. I'm not a good flash. But I'm dick. all about the nudist college. Wait. I just don't want to sit anywhere that anyone else has already sat. You don't want to be anywhere where the food and the nudity are together. I too, want to right? have my like own the, towel to sit on. Yeah, you don't want to be on somebody else. Wait, I have so now I have, I'll tell you a quick nudist colony story and then I'll tell you the orchestra. <laughs> so this is uh, funny because it ties into weddings and I'll get back into the sex, which is what this podcast is somewhat loosely about, right? Loosely so, is a key word. Yeah, yeah. So my sister had her wedding at a place called Chebe del Mar in Mexico and beautiful resort like an hour south of Cancun. It was like an 80 person wedding where we were like taking over this hotel and she calls me up a month before the wedding and she's crying. She's like, I can't make out what she's saying. She's like, my, my hotel is a sex resort. Sex club. I'm like, what are you saying? Just take a breath. She's like, so it turns out the hotel property sold to hedonism, you know, these hedonism retreats, like they, they were turning it into a hedonism retreat, but only like three weeks after she was going to be the last wedding they had there wow. before. And so I was like, so they're like installing swing sets. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> dildo, like all of it, all of it. But so, <laughs> Clearly I don't no, know. No, dildo <laughs> launchers maybe. I think dildo launchers, you, it's like, everybody's like waiting to catch the dildo. Yeah. You're like, like, you're like, like, flower at the basketball game. Bouquet, right? You hold it by the balls. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the bouquet. Suction cups on it, some bridesmaid. I like that. <laughs> Can we get a cartoonist to, we're gonna have to go and figure out what they do there. But so I said to her, I'm like, how did you know, how did like how did you not know this? She said when they went on the tour of the hotel, like they went away for a weekend. They thought it was weird at the time that they weren't letting them out of their room. Like they were like, if you want to, you know, tour the restaurant, like we'll come get you. And like, like only when it's like only when we're allowed. Clean and, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, so anyways. <laughs> So I said to her, I'm like, so when is it changing over? So she's like, it's changing over three weeks after. I'm like, all right, so no big deal. Like, we won't tell anybody. It's just, it's going to be fine. You know, hopefully nothing is visibly weird there. And so unfortunately, like a week before her wedding, when people are like going to the site to look for directions and stuff, it says, coming soon. Fuck your friends. They're like, yeah, like coming soon. Grandma's yeah. like, so. I know, coming soon. Food fucking margaritas, you but, know? But it was, so, I mean, what was, what did it, did anything differ for the wedding? So, or so, it- so we get to the wedding and she's like, does anybody know? Like, I'm so embarrassed. And like, I'm like, no, nobody knows. Like, it's fine. And then, like, slowly but surely, like, we could tell that kind of, like, everybody knew. But nobody was talking about it. So then, like, at the rehearsal dinner, I gave a speech. I was like, listen, guys, this is going to be great for the, you know, when we all come back here to celebrate their anniversary, right? And, like, <laughs> and we're all going to have an orgy, you know? And so, like, she was so pissed. Like, her really? face turned beet red. But then it's just like, That's great. I had to crack that yeah. shell open because then it became a running joke. And, like, my grandma was like, of course I knew it's a sex resort. Everybody knows. That's the thing. It's like, it's this isn't new age. There were generations that were, like, cool with this. Yeah. I think we're, we're coming back from this, like, World War II you know, repressed kind of, well, I think, you know, there was a lot of things. There was like AIDS that like yeah. made us, in, that put us into like a tightened our buttholes. Yeah. That tightened our butt, from the eighties to like now. And then like, I think we're starting to come back I to think like our more. generation. I mean, I always pat ourselves on the back, but I think we are kind of like finally having this conversation. It's too late it. for me now. I mean, like now I'm married. I'm like, I missed the boat. If this sexual <laughs> revolution happens, like I'd be really pissed. That's the thing. We, it always is, sexual you're, revolution. you're right though. It is always like the older people that kind of realize, all right, maybe, uh, maybe having sex isn't like, yeah, well, maybe it's like that. That's something you ruin the relationship over, and you yeah, know, like communicate. Europe. Well, you know, Esther Perel's got one of the hit podcasts, and her whole thing is like, you know, you have to like define your relationship differently than like the traditional way if you want like happiness and shit. Not to like yeah. freak you guys out, but if you look at it, like she's all about like infidelity doesn't ruin 
a relationship mm-hmm. or like but every guy has the temptation i was making the joke about this on stage it, it's it's been bombing but i i I'm re- I'm, i really like it it's, it's it, it kind of bombs and then i and then i kind of mention that it bombs because the men are afraid to laugh next to their girls always but it's, there's it's, a lot of that. guys masturbate to their their girlfriend's friends online yeah. and it's just like it's just like a thought of like it's like it's like the flu vaccine you want a little bit you want to see you know if tasha has a friend who's like out in her bikini like oh that's well look i can see that now yeah. i can see this and i don't have to be like you know what i mean it's just like oh like, i know what you it's mean creepy. <laughs> believe me i'm not i'm not laughing because she's here it's creepy but it's like and if, if it's the other way around it's like go go ahead masturbate to my buddies go yeah. go have you know what i mean like it just, it just doesn't go both ways but it's like in, in this in today's world we get to see like a peek in it's like voyeurism we get into people's lives but that they're clearly sharing yeah no there like, is we're not psychos it's just men are just constantly not looking for something better it's not that like i love tasha like we we're, we're good but it's like men are constantly just naturally looking at yeah, and if listen if that if, if men and women were exactly the same then there would be women prowling the streets of new york at 5 a.m at delis trying to hit on people yeah. too. you know and they could and they, they would right. and men would love that yeah like, there's no like <laughs> men wouldn't be like ew women are such pigs no, we yeah. need a balance yeah it's I a mean, balance women they hold on to it they hold on to like they they control the sex you know and and they let the guy in if uh, they want to and that's kind of like the dynamic, but it may, it creates for men being like, you know, like dogs, like, right, let me out, let me out. Ah, yeah. And then he'd let him out and he's like, woo, I'm running. Yeah. I'll say this. My wife is like very, um, she doesn't bother me when I'm jerking off, you know, like she doesn't mind. I, like, she caught me jerking off in the no, shower. There's no catching. Like, started laughing at There's me. no catching. Right. So there's no catching. She's just like, can you just keep it down when you're in the shower? Like, can you just keep it down a little? Like, the, all the grunting? Like, is that really necessary? <laughs> the na- what do the neighbors think? Yeah. Like, is it really necessary for you to moan in the shower? Like, I'm out here trying to meditate. Sometimes guys need you to. You know? Like, I'm out here meditating. Like, Well, in this mean, instance, I was heading to work soon, and I knew she wasn't going to have sex with me. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to go to work. I'll- no, but I do try. To, listen, I always, the thing is, is, like, I always try in the morning. I'm like, you know, but I wake up too early, you know, yeah. so like my wife's not like, on the same schedule. I know. I'm like, she's just like, just give me an hour. I'm like an hour. I already have jerked off twice. By then, <laughs> the girl you know? can like be asleep with her hand out and the guy's going to try to put his dick in her hand. Yeah. The guy's going to try to, that does happen. Actually days. happened very like, well. And she got really mad at me and I was like, I like woke up with a dick in my hand. Yeah. I, 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 I was doing this bit for a while. It was mine. I was doing this bit for a while about how like now my wife's coming up with new excuses to not have sex with me. It's like she's pretending to meditate, you know, and I'm like, I know she's not really meditating because she's a Jewish girl from Jersey. She doesn't have the relaxed energy to truly... <laughs> Be meditating, but also like if she was really meditating, could she be interrupted by my dick grinding into her back? Like you think the Dalai Lama could be interrupted by somebody poking yeah. a dick into his back? How, how deep is that? Yeah, you're in. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not interrupting. I'm like, I just woke you up from a dream of, with Ryan Gosling. Like you were on the pool, you were like having drinks, and I stuck my dick right in his drink, and I ruined the whole. I'm like the waiter who came over, and you're like, go away. We're not ordering yet. Like we just got yeah. to get into know each other. It's like, That's what it is. Yeah. You're crashing. You're crashing uh, this. She's definitely woke up from dreams where I'm like, oh, you were probably having sex with another guy in your dream. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. Mm. Who's your dream? Well, I don't want to ask. So tell me. Every time I see her, my wife, like, watching a movie and, like, you know. I don't know. It's like, uh, or like Kit Harrington. I just can like hear her breathing differently. You can I'm feel like, the sexual I feel energy like, all right, I'm radiating. Like, all right, okay. Yeah, you can feel it. <laughs> well, that's fine. It's like, all right, good. So we're both on the same page. We both, yeah. we watched, um, what was that movie? The, uh, the Charlie Starron movie. Is that, is that the one? Cillian Murphy's the one that my oh, wife loves. Um, we watched the blonde, atomic blonde. Yes. Atomic blonde. And like, there's a crazy lesbian fuck yeah. scene. And I could tell like Tasha was getting turned mm. on by it. And I am too. And I'm like, all right, this is the movie. All right. 
right, then more like this. Netflix, find us more like but this. We recommend <laughs> more like this. We recommend that. Uh, wait, wait, do I have time for this orgy yes, story? Please, this is yeah. great. Okay. So uh, when I was single, um, I met this dentist named Talia. And uh, we started hooking up, and she was like just crazy sexual, like maniac. It was amazing. You know, like sometimes you just meet somebody that's like, this is like unadulterated. This person is like the embodiment of sex and the id, and just like. Your name's Talia? Talia. Talia is a sexual name, I think. The yeah. name chooses who okay. sex. You think that's what it is? You think she was born in like. Yeah, that wasn't a she looks like name. a Talia. She's going to fuck Talia. a lot. Uh, and so. You know, we would go out and like fuck in the bathrooms of bars, like all that crazy shit, you know, that you do in New York in your 20s. And then um, my friends were like, oh, dude, can we like have an orgy with this girl? And like, I was like, I don't know, you know, we could ask. And she was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, I thought we were like, you know, she acted like. That's polite that you asked, though. Yeah, she acted like she thought we were in like. And then, so then I left um, and we slept over my friends one time and I had to go to like a a family holiday party. I remember because it was like Passover or something. And I was like, I have to go. It's this like Jewish holiday. She's like, all right, I'll just sleep here. So then my buddy was like, do you think she would hook up with me? I'm like, I don't know. Just go knock on the door. And so. So he he it's knocked on the door. You, if anything, yeah, so he knocked kind. on the door and like they fucked. And then she felt really bad about it. And I was like, it's it's cool. Like it's fine. She's like, no, I have to make it up to you. She's like, you're coming with me somewhere on Saturday. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you're going to fucking love it. Yeah. So what she didn't tell me was, hey, it's a sex party and everybody else is wearing costumes, so maybe you should wear a costume. I'm the <laughs> yeah, only person who long, showed up at this sex party. No, not like shit. they were just wearing wigs and stuff, and like, but like, what are I'm they like, like reading the Constitution? What kind yeah, of no, like wigs? she was wearing like a blue wig. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I think it was because so these people were all like professionals. Like it was like successful people, you know what I mean? So I think they like, so kind they of wanted like, to slightly look different. Slightly look different, yeah. Kind of- and they were all kind of, I was probably 26 at the time and they were all probably in their mid, she was in her mid 30s. So people were probably significantly older than me and like married couples and stuff. So I get there, I'm the only one like not in any costume at all and I don't know what's going on. And so I meet all of her friends and she's like, so, you know, just stick with me and you'll feel it out and like you'll figure it out, you know, just don't, don't walk off on your own because you don't know what you're doing yet. And like, so we're chit-chatting and then all of a sudden, like, her, like this other couple just, like, start fucking, you know? And, like, I walk around, and the people are just, like, starting to fuck. And it's in this loft. It's, like, dark, a bunch of different rooms. But it's, like, a pretty nice loft. And, um... Fuck, like, taking their shoes off fuck? Or, like, quick pants down fuck? No. Are they, like, making love? Are they, like... No, it was mostly, like, clothes on fucking at the time. Okay. But later on, it got, like, more clothes offy. And then she's like, why don't we just, you know, fuck first so you feel comfortable about what's going on here. And so, like, we went into one of the rooms and, like, on a bed and, like, f- fucked. It was, like, okay, this is weird. There were, like, people walking by, but nobody was, like, it was early in the... Like, in the, open doors, like, yeah. little nooks. People are yeah, kind of, like, like an hors d'oeuvre person. Yeah. No, there was no you, food, like, but there, were, there was, like, just, just, just drinks, just alcohol. And, um, <laughs> and drugs, apparently, which we'll get to in a second. And so then we do that, and then... I'm like, all right, I'm feeling a little comf- more comfortable, and I start meeting her friends. And this one guy comes up to me, and he's like this huge guy. I remember, because he like put his arm around me in like a really aggressive way. He's like, oh, I can't wait for you to fuck my wife. And I'm like, uh, okay. And he's like, I'm going to, oh, man, I can't wait to fuck Talia. I'm like, okay, cool, man. Like, I don't know how it works. I don't know what the, uh, do they get a say? Like, <laughs> yeah, you like, guys just traded yeah, partners no. so, so, but so I sold, I sold Talia, and I was like, so is that like what's going on? He's like, she's like, nah, I don't want to do this guy. 
So I was like, all right, all right, fine, you know, I'm fine. Like, Did she's you have like, to break the news to him? Like, sorry, bro. Yeah, no. So she's like, just don't say anything to him. Don't talk to him, like, the rest of the night because he's going to want to fuck me. And like, all right. I was like, I don't really know how this works, but whatever. I love that you become the girl where you have to, like, turn down his. Yeah, I know, I know. And I'm like, <laughs> I wanted to fuck her friend, you know? But so then um, later on, she had another friend and she's like, come here, Matt. And, like, they're, like, hooking up with each other. And she's like, come here. And she's like, I want you to have sex with us both. And I was like, okay. And, like, Come on, guy. <laughs> and like, I couldn't get hard, you know? And just because of like all the like eyes watching. Well, I, I don't yeah. know exactly what protected moments. It's very exhibitionist. Like it's very. Another. It's very oh. exhibitionist. What do you mean swap one? Like, if you're having sex with, with this one like girl, condoms? can you then immediately start having sex with Talia? Or is there like you have to. So there were condoms. Yeah. And she also was like, okay, maybe it'll be easier if I sit on top of her and like. You fuck us in on level. It was like the whole like, yeah, some, like geometry uh, thing to it. <laughs> yeah, on. and so uh, so I was like, damn it, you know. It's like I couldn't get. Her. I was like, I just need to like take get some air and like walk around, you know. So I'm just like walking around, and now people are like get, taking their clothes off, and it's becoming like more and more crazy. And then um, I come back, and she's like full on blowing some dude, you know. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. The and, blowings, oh, yeah. See, so I'm like, wait, is she gonna wave me over? I don't want any part of that, you know. Um, start up. You gotta just start flicking someone's bean. Yeah. How do you combat that? So, so then she finishes this guy, and then like she's like, all right, so just but point how? to. She's like, just, how does she finish the guy? What do you mean how? I, like, did she come swallow? Like what? No, she like swallowed this dude's. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So then he, she snowballed to you. Yeah, no, no. I was like not even. I was just like at this point, like hanging out, sure like talking to her friends. And, and so she's like, just walk around and tell me if there's any girls you like, and if I like the guy, then we'll like swap it out, you know. And so we tried this a couple times, and like literally every time I tried to like get involved with a girl, like I was, like, come on, oh bummer, come on, come on. You needed a pep talk from the other. Yeah, dude. I know. Hey, man, get your shit together. And so finally, like it was like two hours of this, and finally I was just like, all right, this is just I, I don't know, it's not for me or whatever. And then we were leaving, and she's like, did you have a good time? I'm like, yeah, I had a good time. She's like, what was wrong with you? Like, how did the Viagra not work for you? And I was like, huh? She's like, you didn't take like a ton of Viagra. Like everybody here is on like so much. Fucking- oh. So like, it's were, a thing. It's a thing. It probably is. I mean, I imagine yeah, it takes a, a certain personality to be like able to perform yeah. a, with a bunch of people walking by and distractions. It's looking just at not you. sexual to me. It wasn't like, yeah, I don't know. There was something like yeah. non-sexual about it. You know, I, I think people have it in their mind that orgies she are like super sexual. She could have given you a sexual. heads up. I know. <laughs> she didn't give me a heads up on <laughs> any of this. If you took that same environment, would you bring your wife there? Well, so I just don't think my wife's an or- orgy lady. Yeah. She's just, that's just not her. But would it bother you if, if she was like, I'd like to try it? Would you no, like, I'd be lesser than her to be like, okay, like, no. would you, like, so you would be cool enough letting another guy have sex? I don't, like, I don't know. Honestly, these are questions that I'm grappling with, right? I'm like, where is this going to go in the next couple Because it's years? a hard part is that like, I, I, I pose this question to my guy friends all the time. It's like, would, if you're, if you could have sex with, so another woman would you let yeah. a guy have sex with your I know. girl and it's like i, I want to be selfish about it and say no to that but i want to be able to have, yeah it's like i know that's selfish but that's the way i view my what happiness would you do, tasha i don't know that's yeah, a hard one I mean, <laughs> you don't have to make the answer you don't have to decide this right now yeah you, you no no know? no right now before the episode <laughs> right, right, we need to know <laughs> we actually do have to get out of here because you got that phone call you need to go yeah. on and all this bullshit dude you, come back on soon would your wife ever want to come on with you or i think that, so if it's not her style fine but if she if, if she, she would, would if she would like to bring her back on but if not no big deal but she she always could give us advice on uh 
on your wedding things and stuff like that. Yeah. We're getting there. We're okay. Still, we're getting there. Slowly. The camera caught your eyes <laughs> Tasha's good at Listen, we were together for eight, uh, seven years before we got married. Yes. So, oh, yeah. so you yes. got time. We're at four. We're yeah, totally you got at least three years. Tasha told me if we... If yeah, I, I used to hate these guys who jumped the line. You know, you're with your, your lady for four and some dude's like nine months in. Approach, and then you're, and then and then Tasha comes home and she's like, oh my God, did you hear about Barbara and Mike? And then you got to be like, yeah, they're fucking nuts. They don't know each other. Yeah, like, they people don't, are engaged. You like didn't even know they were dating. I know. Yeah. It's statistically, the longer you wait, the more successful the relationship will be. I yeah. Mean, I don't statistically, know. Statistically, of Is course. That That's got to yeah, be true. The longer you wait, the less chance you have. I mean, the less chance you have of like that has to not be knowing true. the person well enough. That anyway, so people can find you. It's the Safe for Work podcast on yeah. Wondery Network. On the Wondery Network. Network. I don't know. When is this going to air? This is actually going to be in a few weeks. So okay. So, yeah. Monday, so, so, we run a live show of my other podcast, Legally Insane, at the Hollywood Improv. So, you can come check that What's out in May, oh, May. May 3rd. Okay. May 3rd. It'll be up before If it'll May be up 3rd. before then. So, yeah. May 3rd, you have a live show at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah. I'll, make, I'll make sure to promote it on, cool. on our six And, yeah. And, Safe for Work, you know, if you have, by the way, we get a lot of relationship questions in the workplace, you know, like, should I tell people I'm fucking my boss and all that wow. stuff? Do we need to report this thing? Do we need to report this to HR? It's like, no. HR doesn't like that. They don't want to know. Don't, don't let me know what you do. Just don't fucking make googly eyes so everybody... The thing is, everybody knows in the world. Like, yeah, it's People are so bad about it. People, I know, the them. ass grabbing. And how like, do you not... When you're infatuated and... I know, you're doing like that little like light touching by the kitchen and everybody's like, we all know you're fucking. <laughs> like, why would you touch somebody on the shoulder in the kitchen? we all know when you're not fucking anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when I that's know. over. Anyway, thanks for doing the podcast. Um, yeah, come back on soon, man. Super I feel fun. Like we just started to dive in. I know. I, I think we have a lot more stories. Oh my god! So, into these. Oh, I've stories. got so many more sex. I just gave you guys like a like a teaser. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, and, and Instagrams, Twitter, Matt Ritter one. Are you related to the um, to the other Ritters? I changed mine when it came to Hollywood. Okay, because there was a Ritter. What's the name of the Ritter? The John I have Ritter. no idea. John Ritter. And his son, oh. Jason Ritter. Jason Ritter was on a show on NBC, and he doesn't look like me. But this photo was on every bus stop, and everyone thought it was me oh. because they photoshopped him. It turned out to be me. So I have this connection. Anyway, there's no point to the story. Anyway, if you want to see me getting kicked out of a bar, come to anywhere I'm at. I'm super sketchy, so. Bartenders don't like me, apparently. Really, like, let's fight the good fight. There's dudes getting roofied in the... You know, it, the point is... Enough. Enough. I'll never tell that story again, <laughs> which is not true. Uh, uh, you, you, definitely took a, you definitely so took a bad. shot at some girl's well tail. Go on Yelp and just leave an <laughs> angry review. Um, anyway, Tasha Courtney on Instagram, at Tasha Courtney. Yeah. Um, at Tasha TV, you don't do Snapchat anymore. I'm right. I was Snapchat with dead. Snapchat, it's dead. It's I feel billions. bad for them. Yeah, they're losing. Yeah, a lot they, of money. they got killed by Kylie. One tweet. Yeah, the Jenners are like, oh, we're not into it. They lost ten billion dollars. Uh, Sex actually pod on Instagram, and um, we'll put. Yeah, we got a ton of content on there, so go check that out. We're, we're cutting so up the fun. videos and putting it all on Instagram. And um, it, look, if, if if you enjoyed this story, uh, share it with a friend, tag a friend on the Instagram, whatever. It has some value, so keep sharing it. Uh, we're not like you with your uh, safe for work podcast. Has top of the charts here or in the dog <laughs> that's like you guys have a lot of reviews doing, a lot, of, a lot good of reviews, reviews. yeah like i got a, a big well. family i have a big family please no, you have no, like no. 200 five stars it's yeah we've got a lot of five stars we got a couple one stars i made a black joke early on and that didn't go over well uh one person's like i liked you but don't well, get do it that. get a black comic on here to talk about their sex life I and try. then get it back in all right well <laughs> rate, rate, the thing with rate, rating and review is i found out that that doesn't even help the algorithm anymore so i'm just like you know what you got to keep changing it man you can't chase 
the algorithm. I don't care if you listen on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, wherever you find this podcast, fine, but download and subscribe to the podcast app on your iPhone, your iPad, your Mac, your computer. That's the one that I care about. Go listen to it somewhere else, but at least subscribe on that. And if you're listening next to your significant other or a friend, get their phone, type in sex actually on their podcast, and just sign up for them. Do a little hostage takeover. That's all I'm asking. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this podcast. It was a brilliant... Look, we just did uh, 80 minutes like that. We awesome. Am I late for no, my you're, call? No, you're not late. I, I kept track of it. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. The stress. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 So fun. Good times. Is it three minutes? Get in there. Oh, Get on there. Geez. Did I tell you guys enough sex stuff? No, I'm not. I haven't even, like...